Learning Nav, hey, I'm an Aleph. We're picking up at the bottom of Dalit, I'm in base. So again, we're looking to find who's the town of the Mishnah that holds that when you make an Akira from somebody's hands or you make a Hanach in his hands, you're Chayiv. And Lachar, that means you don't need a Makam of Arba'al Arba. So the Gemara suggested at the bottom of Dalit, I'm in base that it's Rabbi. In the Bryce, the Rabbi says that when you throw something from Rishus Ravim to Rishus Ravim through a Rishus Ayachid, Rabbi's Mechayev. And in Yudom Rishimuel says that Rabbi is Mechayev too. He's Mechayev for Otsa Meaning when it goes from Rishus Ravim into the Rishus Ayachid in the middle, so it's considered Munach and Yechayev because of Achnasa. And when it leaves Rishus Ayachid and goes into the other Rishus Ravim, so it's considered an Akira and then a Hanacha in the Rishus Ravim. Yechayev. So you see that both the Akira and the Anacha don't need to be in the Makam of Harba Araba. So the Gemara says on the last line on the Adam Abayis, but doesn't it say about that Memra of Rabbi, that Rav and Shmuel, the Amit both Rav and Shmuel say, Lo Mechayiv Rabbi, Elber Shasayachid Makura. Rabbi wasn't Mechayiv you in any kind of Rishasayachid. Rabbi's only Mechayiv you. In Rosh Hashanah, that's covered over with the roof. What's the what's special about a Rosh Hashanah that's covered over? I mean, we say basic command of a home, a bias, meaning a covered over building. It's considered like it's full, since the object is flying through Rosh Hashanah that's covered over. It's makura, so that building is considered full. So wherever something is in that Rosh Hashanah, it's it's munach. It's resting on something because we look at it as, as though it's full. I was in the but if it wouldn't be covered over, low, we wouldn't say that. So then, Rebbe doesn't hold Kuta Kemishahun Chadam, like we said before, according to Bikiva. Rebbe holds basic command of a bias, a building that has a roof over the top of it, it's considered full. So it's only Shaykh to say that it's considered Munach, and you don't need a Makam of Arba, Arba, when it's full, when it's, when it's got a roof. Now, what are you going to say in the Mishnah? And if you're going to say that in our Mishnah, we're talking in a case where the Ani and the Balabayas are both standing in a place that's covered over. No, that's okay to learn that the Rishasiyachid, that the Balabayas who's standing in the Rishasiyachid, is in Rishasiyachid that's covered over. Right? A normal Rishasiyachid is covered over by Rishasiyachid. But if the Ani would be standing in Rishasiyachid that was covered over, would he be Chayev? Would anybody be Chayev? When you take something out of Rosh Hashanah that's covered over, or put something into Rosh Hashanah that's covered over, when a person transfers a chayfetz for amos in Rosh Hashanah that's covered over, meaning just like your chayiv when you do a hotzah from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah or Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah. Also, when you move something four amos in Rishus Rabbim, you're chayev. Now, here it says that if you move something four amos in Rishus Rabbim that's covered over, so you're pater. Why are you pater? That's not like the place in the midbar where Klai Yisrael was camping, meaning where Klai Yisrael was in the midbar, which was considered Rishus Rabbim, there it was open, it was not covered over. In order to be considered Rishus Rabbim, it has to resemble that, and if it's covered over, it doesn't resemble that, and you're not chayev. So the Rishat Rabbim of the Mishnah with Anya standing cannot be covered over. And if it's not covered over, so then we don't know the Svar of Basil Kavanda Mal Yadami. And if still the Mishnah says that your Chayev, when you put it into the Ani's hand, or you take it out of the Ani's hand, so apparently you don't need a Makam Av, Arba, Arba. So who's the town of the Mishnah?
So says the Gemara, Ella, Amr Rabbi Zeira, Harmani, who's the Tan of the Mishnah? Acherimi. It's the Acherim. Usually Acherim means Rabbi Mer. Tatanya, Acherim Aimrim. They say, Amr Mimokayim Avikibel, if Ruvain throws an object towards Shimon. So if Shimon stands in this place and he catches it, so then Chai, then Ruvain is Chai for throwing it. In other words, Ruvain threw it, so he did Nakira. When it lands, it's considered a Hanacha. And it landed where he wanted it to land in Shimon's hand. So he's chai. But if Shimon was up, he uprooted himself from his face. He moved somewhere else. Reuven was throwing it towards Shimon, and Shimon moved, you know, a few feet towards Reuven, and Vikibli caught it. So then, so let me say Reuven is Pater, because that's not considered that Reuven uh, didn't acquire Nanacha, because Shimon sort of grabbed it out of the air. So, Ruvain did the Akira, but Shimon did the Anacha, so the Ruvain will be Pater. So now, if, if Shimon at least stands in the same place and he catches it, Ruvain's going to be Chayev. How could Ruvain be Chayev? It landed in his hands. Right? We need Hanacha on a place that's four by four Svachim, and you don't have that in this case when it lands in his hands. So you learn from here that the Achayim hold you don't need a Makam it's sufficient to land in the hands of somebody, and that's the time of our Mishnah. So, for the Gemara, but still, the Dilma Hanacha who delobinet. Maybe it's Hanacha that you don't need in the Makam of Avaralabar. Hakira but maybe on Akira you do need from a Makam Right? We said before that there's apparently more of a svar to say that an Akira needs to be from a Makam than to say that Hanacha needs to be in a Makam So you can prove them here that Hanacha does not need a Makam but it could still be that Akira does need a Makam of Arba And even to say that Anacha doesn't need Arba Arba, who says, Dilma de Parsi Maybe in this case, the uh, Shimon, he stretched out, he reached out, he opened up his uh, his corner, meaning, you know, he stretched out his uh, his baghead so that it should actually be four by four Tzvachim, and he caught it. The Kanami Anacha. He actually also have Anacha and a Makam of Arba Al Arba. There's no raya here. We cannot say that the time of the Mishnah is the Achayim. Because Bechal, it could be that the Achayim is talking when you spread it out and you have Arba Arba. And even if not, all I see is that you don't need a Hanacha on a Makam Arba Arba. But maybe you still need an Akira from a Makam Arba Arba. So Elmer Rabbi Abba, so says Rabbi Abba, Masnisa in the Mishnah is talking in a case when you taka have Arba Al Arba also. In other words, we can't find a Tana who holds that you don't need Arba Al Arba. At least not for an Akira. And that's not the case in the Mishnah. The Mishnah is in a case when you have a Baba, how do you have it? It could go and the box, as it says, the word should be Sha'akram Traskal. It was uprooted from a basket. It was put it down, Hanacha, into a Traskal. Meaning, you didn't take it out of the person's hands and put it into the person's hands. The person was holding a basket in their hands. You took it out of the basket and put it into the basket. The basket was four by four. The Kanami Hanacha. You also have Hanacha in a Makamav Arba Al Arba. So, practically, what do you mean? By Yadogland, doesn't the Mishnah say Yado? Doesn't the Mishnah seem to be talking about the hands? No. Tani, Tarasko should be Yado. The Mishnah should say, or it should mean the basket in his hands. All right. So, that's the case of the Mishnah. Of course, you need four by four Tzvachim, and you have it because he's, well, he's got a basket in his hands in the cases in the Mishnah. Now, it says the Gemara Hatainik Tarasko Bishus Yachid. So, that works good. Regarding the basket in Rishos Yachid, meaning the Balabayas in Rishos Yachid, if he has a basket in his hand 
and they only put something into it or take something out of it, so that's an akira, that's anacha, that's fine. But the problem will be with the case of the trasko and shazarabim, meaning if the ani and the shazarabim is holding a basket in his hands, that's not considered shazarabim. Trasko shabur shazarabim rishazayachidu. It's considered rishazayachid. Meaning, once you have a makam of arba, al arba, even though it's in rishazarabim, but that place itself is its own rishaz. Four by four tvachim can be rishaz. So it's going to be considered a rishazayachid. Lehmud like Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda. So are we going to then have to say that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda? He's the one that says that. The time Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, and the Braisa. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda says, No, it's kind of Rishas Rabbi. My Persian sticks a, a, a kind of reed, a stick, into the ground. And on top of that, kind of, is a basket. And the basket is four by four. And somebody throws something. He throws it from Rishas Rabbi. And it lands on top of this trasco. So, chayev. So, Rabbi Yehuda says, you're chayev. Why are you chayev? Because that's considered a rishusayachid. Because if the time of the Mishnah is like a Yehuda, and he holds that that basket on top of the stick in the middle of Rishusayachid is considered a rishusayachid. So, then when the Mishnah says, Pasha Balabai says, Yadu Lechot, and Balabai sticks his hand outside. He puts something into the hands of the Ani. Which we're saying means into the basket that's in the hands of the ani. So the mission said he's chayiv. Am I chayiv? Why is he chayiv? Mershus yachid, mershus yachid, come apik. He's taking something from mershus yachid into mershus yachid, meaning the baal bais is in mershus yachid, and he's putting it into the basket in the hands of the ani in mershus rabbim. But that's also considered mershus yachid. So it must be at the time of the mission. holds not like a basic bavuda, and he holds that a trasco in mershus rabbim is considered mershus rabbim. So he says no. No, no, the Mishnah could even agree with Rabbi Yehuda, but it depends where the Trascal is. Hasam, there, it's Lalam Yasar. There, in the Brysa, when Rabbi Yehuda says that on top of the stick, the Trascal on top of the stick is considered a Rishis Yachid, that's when it's above Tent Vachim. Above Tent Vachim, we said, is not considered a Rishis Rabbim. Rishis Rabbim only covers the Tent Vachim on top of Rishis Rabbim. Above Tent Vachim is no longer Rishis Rabbim. So there, you'll have a Trascal, it'll be considered a Rishis Yachid. But in the Mishnah, when it's in the hands of the the ani in the street, it's ten it's below ten tvachim, meaning it's within ten tvachim of the ground, and then it's considered to be a rishusaravim and taka. Then you'll be chayev for akira for a hotzar for achnasa. This is one mile. One mile in the Mishnah is, of course, you need four by four for the akira for the anacha, and you have it because you're not actually putting it into and taking it out of the hands. You're putting it into and taking it out of a trasco that's in the hands, and the trasco is four by four. Says the Gemara, Kasha Lele Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda had a problem with this. Mikotani Trasko Shaviyado. Did the Mishnah say that there's a Trasko in the hands? Vayado, the Mishnah just says Yado. Rabbi Yehuda didn't want to learn that the Mishnah is talking about a Trasko. The Mishnah would have said so. The Mishnah is clearly talking about the hands. You put it into the hands, you took it out of the hands. And still, Yechayev. So Elohim, Rabbi Yehuda, rather says Rabbi Yehuda, you know why Yechayev? Yes, of course, you need a Makom of Rabbah, Rabbah. And you don't have it. It's just the hands of the person. It's not a trasco. So why Yechayev? The case of the Mishnah is where, let's say the Ani lowered his hands close to the ground. He put his hands within three Tzvachim of the ground. And that's where he was Makabal. The, the Balabayas picked up something. He stuck it outside and put it down into the hands of the Ani. And the hands of the Ani were within three Tzvachim of the ground. 
and therefore it's considered munach in Rishus Rabbim. Since the hands of the Ani are within three tvachim on the ground, so it's lavud, so it's considered munach on the ground, and that's the proper anacha, even though the hands themselves are not four by four tvachim, but it's so close to the ground, it's considered munach on the ground. But what do you mean? How can you say that? Doesn't the Mishnah say that the Balbayas or the Ani are standing? If you're standing, then your hands can't be so close to the ground. How long are his hands already? So Gemara says, no, he's bending over. It's somebody who's standing, but he's leaning over, and then he can stand to be close to the ground. A little bit of an unusual case. You want to say more? If you want, you can say Buguma. He's standing upright, but he's standing in a pit. He's standing in a pit, and his hands are uh, are sticking out of the pit at ground level, and they're within the bottom of the ground. Another unusual case. You want to say more? You could say Bananas. He's a, he's a very short person. He's very, very short. He's so short that when he just puts his hands down, they're actually within the on the ground. So three unusual cases. Amar Rava. So Rava says, that's the case of the Mishnah. The Tana doubled, meaning the Tana went to all this trouble to teach us, Lashmin and Kohani, to teach us these strange cases, meaning like this was the best case the Tana could find, where the Balabayas is, uh, is, is bending over so much that his hands reach the ground, or he's standing in a pit, or he's you know, so short, can't be that's the case of the Mishnah. Elam Rav, so rather, says Rava, another time. Of course you need four by four tzvachim. And he's not holding it in a basket, it's in his bare hands. And his hands are not so close to the ground either. So then why you The Allah is, the time of the Mishnah holds, that a person's hands are considered four by four tzvachim. It's an exception you need an akira from a makam arba A human being's hands are considered arba arba. Also, Kiyasa Rabin, when Rabin came from Merkitzal Amr, Rabbi Yechanan, he said the same thing in the name of Yechanan. Yadish al Adam, Kashuvalai Karba, Arba is considered four by four. Okay, so that's the Pshat in the Mishnah. Baitun, the Gemara, Amr, Rabbi Avin, Amr, Rabbi Loyam, Rabbi Yechanan. Zara Kaifetz, a person throws an object, Vinach, the Tokyar Shachavero, and it lands in his friend's hands, so he's high. So why is he chayev? Because we just said that a person's hands are considered arba arba. So my kamarich, what's the chiddush? That yadish aladim chashuvu like arba arba. A person's hands are considered four by four tzvachim. V'am rebeichin chadazimna. Rebeichin just said it once before. What's the chiddush here? Ma'u detayma. No, I might have thought hani mili heicha da achshavahu liyadish. That's only true where you are machshav, meaning you considered in his hands. If you were trying to throw it directly into his hands. So then, because you wanted it to land in his hands, so your kavana that it should land in his hands gives his hands a chashivah as a 4 by 4 But where you were not marked of his hands, you threw it, and you were happy that it should land anywhere. And it happens to land in somebody's hands, though. Maybe they're not, since you weren't marked of his hands. So that's what Rabbi Avin and Rabbi Allah is saying, that if you throw a chayfet, and it just happens to land in his hands, it doesn't say that you threw it into his hands. You threw it, and it happened to land in his hands. That's also going to be chayev. Even though you were a to his hands, always we say that hands are considered our barba. Something else. Like we said before, Reuven throws something to Shimon. If Shimon stands in his place and he catches it, he's chayev. Because what Reuven wanted to do, he did. He was eager when he threw it, and it was like considered a hanach when it landed. But if Shimon uprooted himself, he moved forward and he caught it. So then Reuven is potter because that's not what he was trying to do. That was Reuven's Akira and Shimon's Hanacha. Tanya Yachi. Acherim Ayimim. Amar b'mokayim ve'kibel. If 
Shimon stands in his place and he catches what Ruben is doing. So then Ruben is Pata. But Rebbechan has a fascinating Shaila. Let's say Ruben throws a Chayvetz. He himself uproots himself from his place. He catches it. Ruben throws something forwards, but he throws it sort of upwards, and he quickly runs, and when it comes down, he's actually there to catch it. So what's the thing? Mao. What's the Shaila? His Shaila is when there's two Kaychas from one person, how do we look at it? Meaning, we said before that when Reuven does an Akira and Shimon does an Achas, so Reuven's Pater. So here Reuven did the Akira and he did the Anacha. But it wasn't one Maisa, he did the Akira and then he ran and he did the Anacha. So it's two separate Kaychas, but it's the same person. So that like Reuven and Shimon. And each one did a half, and their pater, or since it's the same person, so one plus one is two, and he's chayv. And the Gemara spells out the shayla. Do we say shnei kaiches v'adamachad k'adamachad amiv chayv? Do you say that two kaiches in one person is considered like one person did it all, and he's chayv v'idilma k'shnei v'niyan adami? Or do you say that when there's two separate kaiches, even though it's one person doing both of them, it's like two people doing it, the pater and his pater? Take so Gemara says that question is going to stand. I'm Rabbi Avin, I'm Rabbi Yechlan. A person sticks his hands into his friend's chatzar and he catches Meki Shaman. So it sounds like he's sticking his hands into the chatzar. It's raining. It rains into his hands. And he takes out the rain into the Shusar Abim. So he's chayim. So I'm asking for Rizayra. Rizayra asks, why? What's the difference if somebody else puts something into his hands? Like in the mission, we learned if the honey sticks his hands inside, and the Baal put something into his hands and he takes it out. So then, the Ani's Pater, because he didn't do the Akira. So what's the difference between that and Hitino Shemayim, where the Kosh Baruch Hu puts the rain into his hands, he stuck his hands in the Kosh Baruch Hu, put the rain into his hands? Yuli Avid Akira, he didn't do the Akira himself. So why is he saying that he's Chayat? So the Gemara says, you're right, that's not the case. Let's say Makibo, don't say he stuck his hands in and he caught the rain. If he stuck his hands in and he caught the rain, certainly he didn't do an Akira, he didn't do Pater. Ella, rather, Kala. It means he stuck his hands in and he was kailet. He sort of took the rain. So Rashi says the Gemara thinks that it means that he like grabbed the rain from the air with one hand and he knocked it into the other hand. But still the Gemara says, meaning it's not considered munach on the ground when it's in midair. So even if you snatched it out of the ground, you didn't take it out of a Malcolm Arba Arba. And we learned that you need to take it from Malcolm Arba Arba to be chayav. So what's the case? The case is you collected the water from off the wall. You stuck your hand into somebody's chater and you scooped the water off the wall. Now, sounds like the wall is like a, a right and upright wall. So for the Gemara, even if the rain water is on the wall, well enough, that's not considered munach. It's dripping down the wall. It's falling down to the ground. That's not considered munach. The Gemara says, no, Kedam Rav, like Rav says later, when the wall is slanted, then it's considered munach. The water is slanted. The wall is slanted. So you suck your hand in, and you scooped water off of a slanted wall, and you take it out. That's an Akira, and you're going to be chayev.